In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Third and long. And Reyna will go down, so the pressure gets to him. Obina makes the sack. And Reyna. Careful. He goes down, sack. Obina. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with my co-host, Ian Wright. And we're also here by a Browns player, George Obini. Did I say that right, George? Uh, it's Obina, but nah, you were close Sorry, enough. George. No worries, George. So, George, congratulations joining the mighty Cleveland Browns. I appreciate it. Thank you, for ha- thank you guys for having me. No, that's fine. And uh, this time last year, we had a guy called the Scottish Hammer on who was a punter. He was an undrafted free agent. He came on our show. And he got the contract. So we want to make sure you get a contract with the Cleveland Browns. I appreciate it. No, I want to do the same thing too. Excellent. Good. So let's start off going right back. On your Twitter, it's, you've got a Nigerian flag. Is that where you're originally from? Yes. I actually was born in Nigeria. I came here when I was 11, about, about 11, 11, 10, 11, somewhere around that age. Excellent. And you, you'll have... Uh, quite a few um, Nigerian-born players over there in the Browns. You've got, obviously, Njuku and uh, Ogi Joby. Do you uh, know any of them at all? Uh, not, like, personally, but I have uh, looked them up. Like, I've seen them, of course, because I did look up uh, – because I did watch football. And, like, you know, I know that they're got, those guys are really uh, – they're just uh, – they're, they're ballers, basically. That's all I can say. They're just ballers and know what they're doing. Yeah. And they're doing it at a very high level. Awesome. And um, how was the move from Nigeria to the U.S.? Uh, it was a bit of a culture shock at first. Uh, just uh, really, it was like more of the schooling was different. Like I was surprised I didn't have to stand up to like answer every question. But over okay. time, it just gradually got easier. And it was just more of those. Uh, it was just, you know, being a kid, you're you just a sponge at that point. So everything you just soak up everything. So it's not it wasn't it wasn't as bad as transition. Have you um, have you found a good place to get Joloff Rice where you are at the moment? Uh, not. No, I don't really go out to get it. Mom does it for me. So it's, okay. just, it's been great. It's been great. <laughs> OK, awesome. We've got quite a big Nigerian community here in London and uh, I get force fed this quite a lot. So uh, and I'm a big fan of it. So um Excellent. And uh, talk us through, um, you came here, what was your schooling like? Um, your f- when did you start playing football, should I say? I didn't start playing football until around my junior, senior year of high school. I uh, was really, um, in high- I was really a basketball player. I played basketball through high school. I was basketball track, like really more of a, uh, I was, my mom didn't allow me to play football um it was she was worried for my safety really and just didn't see that and I kind of wore her down over the years so eventually she got me just was it's like all right go ahead go play and basically kind of fell in love with it and 
and kind of ended up here now where I am right now. Basically. Yeah, okay. Cool. And how did you end up in California? Oh, uh, that's just where we moved out first. My dad, uh, my dad came out here first and we came, we came, we came later. Uh, he came out here, went to school, got a job and then like, uh, moved this over. And basically that was that just the yeah. American dream kind of. Mate, the American dream, something that I can't do in England. I have to get a green card. I just can't get one. And uh, tell us, uh, what, were your, what, what does your dad do for a job? Uh, he works for the government. He helps people find jobs. Uh, my mom's a nurse's assistant, so she helps. Uh, she's basically dealing with, like, the surf, uh, the overload of, like, the whole coronavirus thing right now. So they're really kind of a stretched thing. I think that's the word. Yeah. Okay. Great. So you went through um, uh, high school and then obviously joined uh, the, your last team you were on for the last three years. Uh, how was that? I said, uh, actually, I've got to say congratulations. You've got the school single season career sack record. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of a, I feel like it was just something that was just meant to be kind of, uh, coach Sears at the time. It was the head coach at the time. Uh, he was the one, he came to my high school and he saw something in me that I honestly didn't even see in myself at the time. Uh, he gave me a part, he put me, he's, he put me on a partial scholarship and I went to Sacramento State, uh, eventually earned my full ride and just kind of just kept falling in love with football over and over again. And I just I don't know. It feels like I surprise myself more than anything. And I keep surprising myself and I kind of want to see how far I can keep surprising myself. You know what I mean? Excellent attitude. I love it. Mm -hmm. Did you start off as a defensive end or did you start off as another position? No, I started off as a defensive end. I kind of was a see ball, get ball kind of dude. And coaches saw that and it's like, yeah, we just put in a position to win. George. George, let's talk, let's talk a little football now. We see you, obviously, you said you started playing kind of your junior, senior year, and your mom wanted to yeah. hold you back. I will say it does not look like you've skipped a, uh, a lifting day in quite a, uh, quite a long time. You're pretty well cut there, buddy. I, I don't think your mom has to worry about you getting hurt with the, uh, the size guns you got, buddy. Hey, uh, I just, I don't know. I just feel like my body responds well to it, so uh, – I kind of really just did it more for injury prevention and I kind of just uh, didn't want to ever get hurt. And that's just kind of what happened so far. That must be something that is, uh, is well taught with the Nigerian community. Cause I don't know if you've seen uh, chief David Njoku and Larry Ogunjobi, they have some yeah. serious raw power and these guys are not afraid to walk around without, you know, shirts on and their arms flex. So, but let's talk about you. Cause you know, I watched Sacramento state, you know, I'm sitting there looking at the Hornets. I see a six foot two, 230-pound end. Do you think the Browns are maybe tabbing you for that outside linebacker position? Because you do see ball, get ball. I mean, 33 and a half sacks in your career, 14 in a single season. You sure the hell know how to get to the quarterback. Uh, I'm not sure what – I'm not really sure uh, what they're going to have planned for me. Uh, really just got a call from the coach the other day, just welcoming me so far. Everything's just been like uh, – uh, just kind of get used to it, sign your stuff, and uh, we'll start meeting soon. So I'm not really sure where they're going to have me, but I want to say they set. But um, so far, I believe they're going to just going to put me where I'm – put me in a position to succeed like it's always been. I think that's just how I was going to be. 
my weight's been up too. Like I'm not really, I didn't finish the season at 230. That was my uh, old weight. I'm really 247 right now. Nice. So the Browns obviously have a rookie head coach in Kevin Stefanski, who's kind of really setting a culture. He's looking for guys, you know, like you that come for your mold that have had to work for everything they've got. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, our defensive line coach, Chris Kiffin is actually, you know, the brother of uh, Lane Kiffin. So we have a lot of kind of prestigious bloodlines in our coaching staff. I also see Mm -hmm. you were third team all American for the AP second in school history with 47 tackles for loss. So what was what was kind of your scheme? You played on the at a four three end. Yeah, uh, the four uh, lineup mainly on the right or the left side. Uh, we were. I was usually a field side end, so we really we had a field side and a and a boundary side, and I was usually on the field side, depending on which package we had. Um, if we had like a three, like we didn't stay in a four down. We didn't stay in a four down all the time. Sometimes we'd be in a, a, a three four uh, three four, and like we would just. We would game plan basically, depending on who we had that week. We would switch up our uh, scheme. So some days we'd be in like a, some days we'd be in a bear. Some days we'd be in a, uh, some games would be in a four down. Some days we'd be in a three, like a okey scheme kind of. So you've already got a head start for the multi versatile fronts that defensive coordinator Joe Woods could could run. Because yeah. I know when his time in Denver, he was the DC and uh, for the Broncos, mm-hmm. seventeen eighteen. <laughs> He flexes from nickel. He can sometimes go with a four-man front, five-man, uh, sometimes rotates two linebackers. And so that yeah. versatility will definitely, you know, save you well. So, yeah. Now, from a special team standpoint, you know, obviously guys like you coming into the NFL have to kind of cut their teeth on special teams. Mm-hmm. Did you play specials at all with uh, Sacramento State? Uh, not at the – no, I didn't get a chance to because I had uh, – I came – uh, my first two years, I kind of got – I had an injury bug and uh, I didn't really get the chance to play on special teams. And um, the coaches came in, that, like, following that, they just never uh, – I don't, I don't know. I don't know, like, what it was, but uh, not nothing against them. I just never got the chance to play on special teams, basically, after my uh, sophomore year. And, uh, yeah, George, how's the uh, um, injury recovery going then – over the uh, years, all good now? Yeah, no, solid. Past two years, I've been injury-free. It's been good. Nothing. Excellent. No lingering effects, yeah. Awesome. Great to hear, buddy. And uh, tell us, how was it on um, draft night? Were you there watching it with your family? Yeah, I was. Uh, well, it was kind of just me and my dad. My little brother and my mom were working at the time. Uh, so we were just watching it, and basically, as soon as I, when I got the call, my dad got a work call. So it was kind of just me just listening, hearing how it all happened, and just sitting there in the surreal moments. And uh, awesome. just I don't know, finding a way to take it in. Honestly, brilliant. What did the Browns? Did they first reach out during the draft, or because you know a lot of times they say coaches kind of that fifth, sixth, seventh round start calling the mm-hmm. guys they're really looking forward. Yeah, no, they started, um, they reached out to me towards the, uh, uh, kind of somewhere towards the beginning of the seventh round. And basically just, uh, we talked a bit and they got, uh, we talked a bit and agent liked them and he just advised me to, uh, he gave me good advice. And basically I just saw that as being my next home and I took the plunge. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. 
to give you a little preview on the Browns. So the Browns right now are looking for kind of that edge rusher. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Miles Garrett's kind of the feature end mm-hmm. for the Browns. And then Olivier Vernon, the veteran on the opposite side, yeah. they brought in Adrian Claiborne, uh, the pass rusher out of Iowa. But after that, you know, it's kind of open field right now. Yeah. And even in the linebacking course, so if they even de- do see you as maybe a flexed outside linebacker, mm-hmm. you know, kind of that see ball, get ball, there's just, you know, a great opportunity for you to come in, you know, earn that position. Cause Right now, outside of those top guys, you know, there's a big drop-off after that. Yeah. So, you know, we're hoping someone like yourself can come in and cause some disruption because you know the quarterbacks in the AFC North. Yeah. I mean, trying to chase down Lamar Jackson, I mean, that's a fun you know, uh, I'm already know, task I'm you got to have there. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> knowing. I know it's going to be a challenge, but I'm ready for this challenge. You know, I don't start down for an opportunity. I see, like, challenges is really more opportunities to shine. So, it's like, really, I can't wait. I want to see what I can do. I want to surprise myself as the guy. Mate, George, that sounds absolutely awesome. And, uh, yeah, we're all rooting for you. Have you uh, been to Ohio, Ohio before or Cleveland? I have not. I have not. So this is kind of all going to be a new – everything's just going to be a learn, on a learning curve. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, all the things I've learned so far gives me uh, – puts me in a position to, you know, pick up everything quickly. Uh, you, you know, I've been through like three head coach, three head coaches, and like different transitions and uh, defensive schemes, and I'm hoping like just all everything I've learned at Sacramento State will just give, give me the ability to just pick up everything that much faster. Well, there's definitely been a history of guys from the Big Sky Conference, you know, getting there, getting to the NFL and producing. You know, Julius Thomas mm-hmm. out of Portland State, a lot of the guys. I think even Cooper Cup right out of Eastern Washington. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a space for you guys. But all right. Last football question. It's third and 11. You have to get to the quarterback. What's your go-to move? Are you a spin guy? What, what's your, what's your go-to? Um, usually I kind of, I don't really have a go-to move. I'm just like, whatever they give me, but usually most of the time what works is a speed to power to escape. Okay. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing it. Cause, uh, like I said, the Browns definitely – we got a lot of quarterbacks to get. Big Ben's a big boy, so if you can get him yes, on the ground, uh, the international man of mystery, Paul Brown, will uh, do a Jaeger bomb in your honor. Mate, I yes, certainly do, do a Jaeger bomb. And last question for me, George, before we let okay. you go is, what Browns player are you looking forward to most meet on your first day? Oh, it's got to be Miles Garrett. It's got to be Miles Garrett. I got to meet that dude. Yeah. This is a monster. We had a uh, – we had the – we had the chance to talk to Miles uh, towards the end yeah. of last season. He is one of the most interesting guys oh, you'll yes. find. I mean, he's just a really super cerebral guy, real yeah. nice guy. Paul was betting you were going to go with Odell. You know, Odell and Jarvis, those are kind of the, the... – No, it's got to be Miles. He just seems so multifaceted, so I'm just really interested in, like, just kind of, you know, getting to pick his brain. Like, I, I know he trains with, like, M- MMA dudes, and I just want to, you know – I want to be a sponge. I want to learn everything he does and just really excel that much more. Are you an MMA fan? Love it. Stipe Miocic, the pride of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you'll learn about this. Browns fans, I'm telling you, and you've probably noticed it from all the attention you're getting on Twitter. Browns fans are just a rabid fan base, and they're really looking for a winner. You know, I've been a Browns fan my entire life. So we're always looking for guys like you guys to come in, you know, you're a lot like us, you know, you're just that blue collar, work your ass off kind of guy, get out in the field and just, you know, make your family proud, you know, please, by all means, thank your mother for all the work she's doing in the front lines, you know, hat tip to all of, you know, our heroes. I don't know if you've heard the Browns actually are donating 
100% of the proceeds to all of their jersey sales, you know, to the hats off for our heroes. So, you know, women like yeah. your mom out there, just we really appreciate it. No, thank you. I just want to say thank you so much for your time. And um, we look forward to meeting you one day in Cleveland. And uh, we're going to be backing you 100% to get that roster spot. No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. It's been great. Thanks so, a lot, George. Thank you, guys.